You're listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode nine. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. A big thank you to everyone who has rated and reviewed this podcast. Thank you so much for doing that. If you haven't yet done it, please do stop by iTunes. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and please rate and review the podcast. That helps keep the podcast visible within iTunes so that when other people are searching around for podcasts to listen to, the Zero Lives Left podcast is ranked right in there. We have another exciting episode lined up for you today. We're going to be talking to Lindsay Malone from Northern Ireland-based entertainment website NI Lights. Lindsay is going to be sharing her insights and her advice to how she got started in the media industry within Northern Ireland. Don't forget, if you've got any questions or comments or things that you would like us to cover on the show, please do drop me an email to podcast at waynedenner.com. You can also send me a tweet to at waynedenner. Okay, let's not waste any more time and get ready right into the podcast. It's no secret that the internet and indeed YouTube social media has opened up a whole new opportunity for artists trying to get discovered. Now, cast your mind back if you can remember this far back, which I unfortunately can, to 20 years ago. And think of how difficult it would have been for an artist to get their music out to listeners. The World Wide Web and indeed social media have presented artists with a cost-effective route to their audience on a global scale. We only have to think of the likes of Justin Bieber, and I might add I am not a fan, as one such example of an artist whose YouTube video was spotted by a talent scout who arranged for Bieber to meet with Usher. The rest, of course, is now history. In Northern Ireland, we have an amazing talent pond when it comes to artists and musicians. We don't have to think that hard to come up with the likes of Snow Patrol who hail from these shores. But of course, success doesn't come overnight. NI Lights is a team of dedicated individuals whose aim is to help talent and venues in Northern Ireland get noticed. They produce their own web show called NI Lights TV, which places the spotlight firmly on talent and venues across Northern Ireland. Now, joining me on episode 9 and catching up with Lindsay Malone, web show presenter and events blogger, whose job it is to suss out all sorts of cultural events and venues and local talent across Northern Ireland. Lindsay, that sounds like a pretty sweet job. Yes, thanks. Hi, Wayne. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You're a web show presenter with NI Entertainment website, NI Lights, which we, we which we talked about in the introduction. Tell us a bit more about NI Lights, how it came about, and what your show is all about. Well, um, NI Lights basically came about um, to address a need um, for musicians to get out there and get noticed. Um, I'm sort of provide a platform um, on which, which to do so. It basically, it was set up by a guy, Billy, who worked over in England, helping to um, promote uh, specifically DJs and get them into clubs and, and 
um, get them recognised, get them known. Um, so brought over here, obviously the the scene here is a little different. Um, with a lot of indie bands, a lot of acoustic bands, but as you say, a lot of talented people. Um, and it, it stretches from music to arts to um, venues and to, to shops to food producers. You know, there's a real mix of people. And I guess um, where I come on board is through my events blog, I'm constantly discovering new places um, for people to hang out and um, places for creative people to express themselves. And, um, and I like to create a form for those creative people um, to help get out there and, and get noticed. And that's probably the key. It's, it's difficult to try and get noticed. I mean, you're somewhat of a social butterfly uh, with your within your role within NI Lights. Can you give our listeners an overview of the kind of things that you do as a web show presenter with NI Lights? I mean, I've been following your Twitter feed, been watching some of your YouTube videos. I mean, some pretty sweet interviews. And, you know, you're, you're giving talent, musicians, artists exposure probably that you know they, they mightn't have had in the past and you're exposing them to the audience which tunes in regularly to to your web show yeah well um well as you i'm sure you can tell from my twitter feed i love going out quite a lot and um it's it's been great to get to to gigs um especially to gigs of those of local artists um who are just starting out and maybe playing in um back bars and and what have you um and it's lovely then just to be able to tweet a little bit um and show other people that these things are happening and these things are going on and for a lot of this time for not very much money you know a lot of these things are actually free and so it doesn't really cost a lot for people to get out and experience this this fantastic talent that we have um in terms of the the web show um it's great that we can actually then provide a visual for people. Um, we can uh, show off uh, an up-and-coming artist. We can show off their new EP, um, their new single. Uh, for example, on our first web show, we had the amazing Ryan McMullen. Um, he was supporting uh, the fantastic Kaz Hawkins uh, last year at Belnash. And I just used that opportunity to, to get speaking to him. Asked him would he partake in the web show and he was up for that. And off the back of that, then he's been able to share around that that video to his fans and in help increase his fan base. And that's the good thing about it. I mean, because he can share that within his own network. Obviously, that's driving more people back around to know about the the great work that you guys are doing. How often does the web show go out? Yeah, well, um, we're I'm quite busy, mm. <laughs> um, as I'm sure you can tell. So it really um, goes out when we get a chance to to uh, pick up a, a venue, pick up an event that's happening, get down, film it. And then um, sometimes there's a lot of post-production because sometimes these venues don't really create the best lighting and the best sound. So uh, B has a lot of work there cut out for him. But yeah, we try to do one at least every couple of months. Um, it's I'm always trying to keep an eye out for uh, venues that perhaps uh, don't really get recognised that often by the public or don't have the money to advertise, um, but like Conway Mill. Um, and it's lovely to, to try and find a really interesting space that's going to provide a good visual for people and, and keep people's interest and keep them watching the web show. So yeah, sometimes we just kind of have to tie in with the events that are happening. Um, sometimes events only happen once a month, like our web show with um, the Loft Comedy Club, and um, that happens the last Friday of every month. So sometimes it's just a matter of tying in um, when that fits into our schedule and when it fits into their schedule as well. But yeah, we it's important to keep it fresh and keep it up to date. So 
uh, we do hope as this year goes on to, to try and um, get out a few more web shows and maybe even shorter web shows as well so that we can get them out a lot quicker for people. And it's great because people are starting to access this content more and more. What's the sort of typical demographic of viewers who are tapping into NI Lights and, and watching the web show? Well, initially, um, we when we would sat down and planned like the web show, um, we were thinking it was going to be students and kind of you know twenty to maybe early thirties. But going um, by the feedback that we're getting, it's our, we have a huge demographic. Demographic, you know, there's. So many people are now using YouTube and um, Facebook and, and Twitter and people of all ages. So it's it's good to see, you know, I think we, we have viewers right up to, to their 60s, you know, maybe even 70s. But um, we have a larger demographic than what we thought we would when we started out. And it's interesting because, you know, as I said earlier on, people are accessing more and more of this content. And the beauty of it right now is people don't actually need to be sitting watching TV. They don't actually need to be sitting at their laptop. They can actually watch this content on their smartphone. So YouTube and what you guys are doing lends itself to that sort of um, you know that sort of content being showcased through a variety of mediums, and that's the exciting thing about it. Yeah, well, you know, especially with the web show, um, we always wanted to try and keep to ten minutes. Now, I'm sure if you actually look at it, you realise that we do struggle to keep it within the ten minutes. But the idea is that you know people can watch these things on their way to work, um, on their way home from work, on their lunch breaks, on their tea breaks. You know, I think. Um, you know, our generation goes on and people have a shorter attention span and people don't want to necessarily sit down and take half an hour out of their busy days um, to to watch something. So to have something that's maybe five minutes here or ten minutes there, um, it's great. And what we try to do with the web show, especially for musicians, is have them all at the end. So they have a, you know, four minute section where they can you know put their song out there so if people want to just fast forward to the last four minutes you know that's all they need like I don't know maybe a, um, if they're just having a quick cuppa. And the thing about it is I mean you know although this stuff is well, you know very much focused on the Northern Ireland homegrown talent scene you know the local artists this sort of stuff it's actually going out to a global audience so it's not effectively local people that are going to be watching it a lot of the time it could be people from the States it could be people from Australia who are actually tuning in to see how the scene is developing in Northern than Ireland. Yeah, yeah, and it's um it's important to to not get too focused um on just keeping it local either, you know. Um at the end of the day, like what well, we're trying to provide a platform for this local talent and um, but Northern Ireland is a small place. Um so it's great that the likes of YouTube um gets does get the global audience and um you know, especially like Canadians and Americans really love what we're doing and everybody loves the Irish, you know, so it does, it gets picked up really well globally and it's important that uh, we make sure that we remember that whenever we're um, sitting down and planning our web shows or um, interviews that um, it is accessible to everybody and that it's um, interesting for everybody from all walks of life to, to be reading or watching it. And of course, you guys are a small team. Um, I mean, I know how difficult it is just to produce this podcast and, you know, get people on to interview, you know, by the time you record it and you edit it and, you know, you push it out through all your social media channels. There's an incredible amount of work goes into these sorts of things. I mean, typically, how long would you guys spend on, you know, an episode? Uh, well, for example, for one episode, um, I would sit down and plan out, um, if, if I have an idea, you know, we, we kind of brainstorm and, and think about the um, the venue, the place that we're going to, um, how far away it is, how we're going to get there, is it going to be a matter of getting there or 
filming the web show in um, one day or we're going to have to, to go back a couple of days over it and just really sitting through and making an important list of what all we need to do, the type of shots that we want to get um, and obviously the people that we want to talk to while we're there. So yeah, it, it's just, uh, it, it does take a lot of planning and it's important to try and think of everything and you know but it's a learning experience too from our very first web show to the the last one that we did um you know we're constantly learning new things um but it's important to then be taking that forward to the next web show and to keep improving it so yeah it it does take um a a good lot of time good lot of planning but i think if you remain focused and uh, don't forget the the goal that you've set out to achieve um doesn't matter how much time you put into it as long as it's a good quality product at the end of the day and that's it you know what you're 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 helping get talent noticed and that's the the great thing about it and it's it's a learning curve all the time things are constantly changing and developing and you know you're you're exposing this talent to to a global audience effectively and as things grow and as things change there's only going to be more people knowing about what you guys are doing and tuning in and listening to it and who knows you might spot the next snow patrol yeah well you never know you know we've um We've done a lot of work behind the scenes to create contacts and um, we've got a great contact in Sony and everything that we do gets sent to them um, and whether they pick something up or not, um, I mean obviously it would be great if they did but at least we have those contacts that we're able to, to share and um, you know it, it makes us feel that what we're doing is worthwhile and, and hopefully somebody somewhere might pick something up um, and if they do that's great but I think as well for me it's important that we get it out there to the fans, the people who are going to be going and buying records or um, buying an artist's work or uh, a venue that's going to eventually then maybe employ an artist to showcase um, their work or employ a, a musician you know, for a gig further down the line or for a festival down the line. So yeah, but it's, it's all about doing your, your homework and doing that background work as well to make sure that you're you know, making good contacts and, and keeping those contacts and uh, yeah, just um, trying to get people noticed. <laughs> And, and tell us more about, you know, obviously we've, we're, we're touching on the musicians and this sort of stuff and the artists, but so go beyond that and tell us a bit more about some of the other things that you guys might cover in terms of a web show. Uh, I know you used to blog and there's a podcast up there and that sort of stuff. What other sectors would you cover? Yeah, well, uh, we've done little snippets um, for theatre productions um, uh, that, and that's really kind of grown from my passion um, for the theatre and um you know, for that kind of sector of the arts. Um, and it's been lovely then, you know, going down and being able to do almost like a little promo video for them, um, speaking to the directors and the actors involved to, to find out, you know, what what's coming up in the play and to kind of get audiences interested in actually putting their hand in their wallet to, to fork out for a ticket. So those little things are lovely too. And I think as, as we go along, we'd love to do a wee bit more of that, like just little short five-minute videos um, so that they can use them for promotional material. And yeah, and then we also kind of, we'd like to get involved in bigger things as well, like covering festivals and things like that. And, you know, NI Lights have started off to promote the not necessarily the small people but the people who don't necessarily have the backing or the money um for um advertising in, in, on big websites or magazines or what have you so it's important that we kind of stay true to that and keep highlighting the people that that need our help so yeah but we we would love to get involved in in perhaps like festivals that um encourage local talent 
We live in a very interesting time now, where, and I look at this regularly in terms of the, the information that's coming out from venues or businesses or companies or organisations. And, you know, a lot of people are looking content to receive content and consume content in different media formats, which is why I think you guys are filling in a very, very interesting space because a lot of people like to watch content. And if you look at any of the research out there, it talks about how effective images are in social media and that video is three times more effective than actually images or text or whatever it is. So this is great that you guys are looking at other sort of genres, um, you know, music yeah. and art and, and, and theatre and this sort of stuff. Because, you know, as somebody who likes to experience that sort of stuff, I don't necessarily like to receive a flyer or read an article in a paper or this sort of stuff. I would love to watch a little five minute infomercial on what that show is yeah. going to be like. And I think that's a great thing to be doing. Yeah, it keeps it very personable as well. Um, you know, you can, yes, by all means, you can receive a flyer and it's a great way of getting information to someone um, quickly but to, to actually watch somebody on screen it can help you relate to that person or to the the event that they have going on um, for example you know we did a, a short web show there for a beer um, club that happens down in Sunflower Bar in the Belfast City Centre and like stuff like that is, is interesting to watch it's lovely to see a room full of people really enjoying themselves and yeah I think people do love visual but it's lovely to ha- to to have sound and to have a little snippet video that people can relate to that person and just to relate to them and to to really fully understand what they're about. And I think it's it's a great way to do it because it's a, it's a different channel, it's a different medium, and I think it's very very important because there's so many different types of customers out there who are going to be consuming the media and if we cast our mind back 20 years ago I mean all you would have was radio TV print and that sort of stuff but now suddenly we have YouTube and we have Facebook and we have Instagram and we have Audio Boom and we have SoundCloud and we have all this sort of stuff now that you know uh, you know artists you know venues theatres whatever it is can start to avail of this content but the beauty of working with you guys is you already have an audience that if they work with you then they're, they're, they're reaching the audience that you guys have developed you know and I speak a lot in schools and a lot of students come up to me from time to time and they're very very interested in, in this whole space of new media uh youtube you know becoming a uh, somebody came up to me recently and said in fact that whenever they leave school they want to become a professional youtuber because these jobs exist right now and they didn't exist maybe six or seven years ago if we had someone listening to this podcast who really fancied getting into this sort of business maybe it's behind the camera or in front of the camera like you what sort of advice would you give them if they're looking to get some sort of experience in in, in this arena well i think um first of all uh, it's it's very important I think for anything to do your preparation to do your groundwork do your homework um so have a look at what else is out there um and see is there a niche for for what you're doing or you know just to to learn from other people um for to be in front of the camera it's important to be presentable um and not to swear uh it's you know you need to um make sure that you can relate to your audience and that you can listen listening is a big thing um if you want to present or interview somebody it's very important that you you're listening to what they're you're saying and and that you can feed off that um working behind the camera that is uh something that i'm not so good at i have to admit in terms of editing stuff i love to 
to give that to, to B to D. But in terms of, um, you know, writing your script and, and planning out your content, that is so important to have um, a clear goal of what you want to achieve and to know your audience, um, who you want to be to be aiming it at and uh you know, are you going to be providing something that's interesting to watch? Yeah, I think those are some great tips. You know, preparation is key. Obviously, I'm doing this podcast. Preparation is really, really important that you sit down and you research. You know, and again, I think, you know, something that's really important right now, and I think something that everybody needs to think about is trying to define your niche and looking for niche opportunities within the marketplace. Um, be yeah, presentable. I mean, yeah. I think you'll, you'll find your niche through your passion. Uh, my passion is culture and the local talent in Northern Ireland. So it's a natural thing for me to want to do a web show to help promote this talent um, and to promote this this culture. Like I said, I love going to theatre. I love going to music gigs. I love going to galleries and things like that. And so it's important for me to to use that in the web show. Um and I really think that that is the passion is the thing that drives you forward, and it's the thing that keeps you going and makes the hard work worthwhile. And I think if you have a particular passion for something, then you'll find your niche. And is this something that you've always wanted to do? I mean, have you always had an interest in you know the culture, the arts? I mean, have you had a particular interest in uh, in showcasing this sort of stuff? Have you been interested in the media industry? Is this something that you were you always kind of had a passion for? Uh, yeah, well, um, I I mean, I used to dance whenever I was younger, and um, that was always something I loved. I always remember going out, and people were saying, "Oh, you should be on MTV," and I always thought that would be great. You know, I'd love to be on top of the pop. So I guess where that's where the media interest has come from, and I suppose being in front of the camera, but. Yeah, my I just love going out. I love maximising my free time. I love spending time with friends and family. And it's great to do that, but also doing something interesting at the same time. There's nothing that I hate more than hearing there's nothing to do. <laughs> and it, like in this, we have an amazing city here with beautiful architecture, with beautiful buildings. We have amazing, talented people. There is always something for someone to do and I guess the my passion then is to to help promote this because I just think that there's so much out there about Belfast and there's there can be so much negativity surrounding our politics and things like that so it's lovely to shine a light on the fun side on the crack that we're so famous for and you're absolutely right I mean I go to Belfast regularly and I stroll around the streets you know and I, I always stumble on or find interesting places that I'd never been to before like recently I was in Belfast actually and I was I went for my lunch to the crisp shop you know the place called the wee calf <laughs> cafe oh, yes, yes. i had been crispy. Uh, yes i had been chatting on twitter one night about how much i'd love to have a crisp sandwich and these guys actually reached out to me and you know it was just you know it was a great little place to go i mean it's a great environment and um, some great banter in, in the shop and you know i tried my first belfast bap oh very good very good did you enjoy it <laughs> i did actually yeah it was i had the belfast bap with cheese and onion crisps 
and ham and cheese, which I never would have thought would have worked, but it absolutely does uh, in that combination. So very, very interesting. The wee calf in Belfast. Big shout out to those guys. Listen, NI yeah. Lights is a great way for for NI homegrown talent to get exposure and get noticed. How important do you feel a platform like this is for new acts and artists just starting out? Because it can be a very, very lonely space if you're just starting out. You know, I run a small business and it's incredibly lonely if you're just kind of doing things on your own. You know, this provides a sense of community almost. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, because we um, we help, try to help promote so many different um, different types of musicians, different types of artists, it does create like a little community for them and a little hub. And they all play off the back of that. And I think, you know, if they, they see us promoting perhaps one musician, then they get in on the act as well and they um, retweet our content and... And that all has a knock-on effect. You know, it, it does provide this little kind of hub where everybody can be supportive of each other. And you're right, that is so important for someone starting out um, to know that there's that support out there. And again, it's just about using your contacts and using your, your networks and making sure that you're utilising them 100%. And, you know, if you have a Twitter account, do retweet that content and put your own content up there as well. But don't forget that there's other people out there. And if you support them, you will be surprised at how supportive other people will be to that. Yeah, it's a great platform to have. And I mean, it's something that we, we, you know, I would encourage people to, you know, to get on board with to support because, you know, these things, you know, take an incredible amount of time to run. There's a cost associated with it, of course. And, it, you know, it's great to see this sort of independent, homegrown kind of community, organic community, I suppose, sort of just, you know, growing naturally um, with new artists coming on all the time and, you know, helping other people out and supporting each other yeah I, I think people um are very quick to think that they need to be very competitive and they need to just promote themselves and you know be all about them and that certainly doesn't work here in northern ireland um i don't think people like other people getting beyond their station too much um so i think it is really important to um, be supportive um, of other people and don't necessarily see someone who is in the same field as you um, as competition um, but help help support them, help nurture them learn from them and see if you can you know, set yourself aside and you know, set yourself apart um, and show people why they should be interested in you but yeah, certainly be supportive and don't necessarily see everything else as competition yeah, I think that's great advice. So tell me, any big plans for you know 2015 in the pipeline in terms of events that you guys might be covering? And what are you looking forward to? You know, there's a lot of events happening. You know, I, I imagine every night in Belfast, there's something different on. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, you had that big, you know, Red Bull thing on out at Stormont. I don't know if you yeah. were out at that. I mean, that got massive exposure. And um, what sort of stuff's yeah. coming up that you guys are going to be covering? Yeah, uh, well, we've got lots in the pipeline. I don't want to give too much away because there's a few things happening that, um, are a little bit hush hush at the minute. Ah, um, the insight knowledge. Yeah, I know you're just going to have to um, keep keep up to date on the website <laughs> and keep following us on Twitter, on Facebook, to find out some more information. But yeah, hopefully these things are in the pipeline at the minute. So um, definitely, once we've uh, a few more things set in stone, we'll be able to share some exciting information with you. But yeah, in terms of uh, events, certainly for the blog, I've got lots of stuff coming up. Um, lots of theatre um, happening um, over the next couple of months, which is great. 
uh, lots of exciting um, stuff coming up in the summer, like the Stendhal Festival, uh, which I attended last year. And of course, we've got the big tall ships coming. Um, so that will be a good one to cover and hopefully get lots of exposure as well. So, yeah, and it's, but at the same time, it's all about sussing out those little things that are happening in the meantime um, and those little things that are maybe still in the pipeline now and that'll just uh, take a little time to, to come out. But um, that's what I love about this. It's discovering those little things that um, otherwise might go unnoticed and discovering them at the last minute sometimes as well. And discovering the little gems within Northern Ireland. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, I've just... Like so much. Um, for example, the Conway Mill was a lovely gem um, that uh, I came across last year. A lovely lady, Rosie, um, taking tours of it um, and uh, telling us all about the mill industry. Um, I love, I do love history, so anything like that is definitely up my street. Um, and then there is the comedy club um, up in a very, uh, very hot loft could do with a little air conditioning um but again that was another great find as well um it's only three pounds in and uh, had a great night of really really good comedians um so yeah it is all about finding these little hidden gems and um every week's different uh every week uh is always changing there's always things cropping up last minute uh, which is great, but it's also about trying to get it out there to other people to let them know that these things are are happening and these things are, are going on in our city. It is because many people, I mean, me included, actually, you know, um, get very pigeonholed and we kind of do the same thing every week, which in my case is, is very little. And, you know, it's nice to get out and, and, and do stuff and experience new things and try new cultures and eat new restaurants and, you know, go to a comedy club or go to this Conway Mill. I mean, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, well, there's so much going on there. They hold a, a market, um, it's just a little small market every Saturday, but it's lovely to pop in and, and meet new people and, um, you know experience other other people's lives as well you know get a little insight in, into the people around you and what's going on in their lives um, but Belfast is it's really it's an evolving city it's changed so much over the past couple of years so it's a really exciting place to be as is the rest of Northern Ireland too there's lots of um, great things happening around um, you know up, up in Derry and along the coast and down in Newcastle but yeah I mean certainly um, Belfast is my hometown and I've noticed so much uh, change in it over the past couple of years so it's a really exciting place to to keep discovering and lots of positive things happen and I was just thinking there now I mean we have a massive blues on the Bay Festival in Warm Point on the bank holiday weekend in May which you guys should try and get down to it's three or four days of blistering blues music it's a great time there's international acts coming in from all over the world sometimes the tall ships come in so that's a big big event that we have actually down here in Warm Point which gets I think over ten or 15,000 visitors yeah like that's amazing that's definitely earmarked in the diary um, I know a guy who who plays in that festival every year so uh, I have promised that I will make it at some stage so I'll definitely um, definitely get it penned into the diary do get it down get it down listen tell us now before we wrap up how can people find out a little bit more about NI Lights you know what's the website address what's the Twitter handle you know how can they get in touch with you obviously they can reach out to you on Twitter I know you're on Instagram and you're on Twitter and all this sort of stuff um, so yeah. how, tell us how people can get in touch yeah well people can get uh, have a look at the website um, it's just nilights.info um, and there they'll see all our musicians that we support all our venues and the all important blog 
of course. Um, and they can follow us on Twitter, just at NILights. Um, they can follow me on Twitter, if they wish, um, at Lindsay Malone. And I'm sure, you'll, I'm sure you'll give them the proper spelling of that way. I will. And, uh, <laughs> and they can follow us on Facebook too, again, just NILights. So, yeah, we're everywhere. Have a look for us on YouTube as well. Just type in NI Lights TV into the search bar and you'll you'll see us. Um, and, yeah, they can follow me on Instagram as well at Lynn's Malone. So, yes, we're, we're getting there. We're using all our all our available platforms and um, you might even stumble across us on a few forums and things like that too. Well, I'm going to be looking forward to the next episode. I, I can't wait to tune in and see what you guys are up to and what it's all about. I'm going to be keeping my eyes open and my ears closely watching in terms of um, what's going on, what's the big events going to be happening in Northern Ireland over the next couple of months. Lindsay Malone, thanks for taking time out to chat with me on the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thank you very much for having me, Wayne. Really appreciate it. Thank you. We really do have some talented people in Northern Ireland, but not just in Northern Ireland, across the globe, there are some incredibly talented people. So if you're one of those talented people and you're sitting there thinking, there is something I have really always wanted to do. You know what this podcast is all about? getting you the advice to make that happen. So thank you to Lindsay and NI Lights for taking time out to chat with us on episode nine of the podcast. Some of the key takeaways that I jotted down when I was listening to Lindsay's interview, if you're someone who's really passionate about getting into the media industry as a career, you gotta be comfortable in front of the camera. You gotta be able to relate to your audience. Listening is key. Listening is one of the most important skills that we can develop. So think about ways that you can listen You can listen to the information that people are giving you. Of course, it's really important to learn from other people. I am a massive fan of learning. Every day is a school day. So think of ways that you can become that sponge right now. And whatever it is you want to do, get out there, get yourself exposure to that career path and soak up all that information. I thought it was nice that Lindsay left us with finding your niche through your passion. You're sitting here right now. You're listening to this podcast. There is something that you're really really passionate about doing. Think of ways to make that happen and develop your own niche. Okay, if you've got any questions or comments or things that you think we should cover on this show, as always, I would love to hear from you. Drop me an email to podcast at waynedenner.com. You can also send me a tweet to at waynedenner. We're going to be coming back very soon with episode 10 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Make sure you stop by iTunes and subscribe. If you're listening over on Stitcher, please do subscribe over there as well. And thank you once again for tuning in to the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from waynedenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.